High FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Rolene Marks, a very, very good morning to you. Another very, very eventful evening across uh, Israel and, of course, across the region. How are you doing? Well, as I just told uh, the wonderful Harry behind the scenes, I'm extra feisty today. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Whoa. Okay, so maybe, maybe, uh, yeah. Okay, uh, everybody forewarned is forearmed. Okay, you've got feisty <laughs> me and feisty Rolene this morning. We are at war. All right, Rolene, tell us what's going on. Well, let's dive right into the issue with the hospital last night that the media and politicians and many were quick to blame Israel without examining the evidence. Now, let's take a look at at exactly what happened last night. There was a massive barrage of rockets fired towards central Israel, including where I live here uh, in Modi Inn. We are within those ranges. Uh, My building was shaking with all, all the booms. And at the same time, a hospital in Gaza was hit. Now, we know from historical experience uh, that Hamas not only use their civilian population as human shields, but they stockpile their uh, their weapons, their rockets um, in civilian infrastructure, including hospitals. Uh, and so do their little brother terrorist organization, Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Um, which, uh, you know, potato, potato, they one and the same. And uh, very quickly, the world condemned Israel and blamed Israel without examining the evidence. Now, I ask listeners, before believing anything you read, look at the evidence. This, was, this event happened at 8 o'clock when rockets were fired at Israel. I found it absolutely uh, incredible that there just happened to be quite a few cameramen Civilian cameramen focused on the hospital when uh, when something happened. So they were obviously filming the launching of rockets uh, very close by. It is also uh, it also happened on the evening where President Biden is en route to Israel. I don't think Israel are going to want to strike any major targets with the U.S. president on the way. Also, and very importantly, we do not strike. Uh, civilian infrastructure. Uh, we now have the proof coming out, uh, video proof, that not only was it a Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket that misfired, and we know from past uh, uh, flare-ups how many rockets uh, land short in the Gaza Strip or misfire, killing innocent uh, Palestinian civilians. And we now have the audio, which we are expecting the IDF um, to release momentarily to media where the intelligence has intercepted a phone call with a Hamas terrorist saying, oh, it appears that uh, we seem to have a misfiring rocket. So the proof is there. But I just find it extraordinary that um, the world didn't believe that Hamas terrorists would be head and burn baby uh, Israelis. That's what I found incredible. We, I, I was defending this. I was defending this on Twitter for five days. Eventually, saying, "Look, does it matter if they were beheaded or if their throats were slit? 
What are we arguing about? These are this is the murder of babies. That was uh, yesterday. I I tweeted out. I tweeted a screenshot from News Twenty Four yesterday morning about Naledi Pandor, and and the com- most common. I don't. People were saying I don't believe it. Send me send me the article. I don't need to. I said to them I don't need to send you anything. Do your own research. Don't be lazy. But either way, I was being asked for proof. Seconds after an explosion at a at a hospital, everybody, no one needs proof. No one needs sources. They they they, they take the word of a terrorist organisation over a, a, a sovereign democratic state. Uh, and let us not forget. And we need people to be very very circumspect when you hear. Uh, the Palestinian health ministry quoted. First of all, the health ministry is controlled by Hamas. Second of all, they make no distinction between civilians and combatants. So, uh, really, I, I mean, I know we live in the social media age where people consume uh, soundbite and quick snapshots. People, everybody, I urge you, follow the evidence and read and demand answers. If Israel was guilty in, in this instance, absolutely, we would have taken full responsibility. But in this case, emphatically, we are not. And uh, media outlets and anybody not uh, examining the evidence and, and broadcasting the truth needs to be held accountable. Yeah. So what is likely to happen? You know, because following this, there was this outbreak of riots in Hebron. We've got the cancellation of Biden's leg of the of his trip to Jordan. Uh, it seems to me that that this is really simply going to be used now as 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 an excuse because nobody seems to really want to 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 get to the truth. The truth is the truth seems to hardly matter. Well, uh, this is the this is the worrying uh, case. I have seen some media saying it appears that it it, it is a, a a misfired Palestinian Islamic Jihad rocket. But you know what? It got out there. The right thing would have been to have said uh, there appears to have been uh, some kind of strike on a hospital in Gaza. Uh, Hamas are blaming Israel. Israel said that they're investigating. We await for further information. That's all they needed to say. Mm, mm. It is. It's. It's just remarkable. So, what are we expecting today, uh, Rolene, with the with the visit of Biden? It, it's an enormous logistical. I mean, I've, I was in Israel a number of years when Obama came to to visit Israel, and I remember standing in Jerusalem near Mamela. In fact, it was my brother's wedding at the Mamela Hotel, and we couldn't even cross the road for, for, to get to the wedding. We eventually managed to find. I don't know. They found us a way around. But the whole country literally comes to a standstill when you, when a U.S. president arrives with all of their vehicles and their security and everything that they travel with. And this is just for a few hours. It's going to be quite the trip. Well, I anticipate that he's going to, uh, to go down south today. His advanced team were in the south yesterday, obviously doing uh, security checks and, and, and clearances um, he is expected at about 10 a.m. this morning. He's expected to touch down at 10 a.m. Uh, I think, and this is my, because uh, we don't have an itinerary, this is my guess, is that he will go down south, uh, possibly with the the president, President Herzog, or Prime Minister Netanyahu. Um, he's ex- I ex- would imagine he will meet with both Prime Minister and the president as well as defense 
officials and, and, and foreign ministers and then uh, make some kind of joint press statement. I really hope in his joint uh, press statement he addresses uh, this issue of the hospital. Mm. And, um, uh, you know, more than that, we'll have to see from there. Yeah, and uh, and uh, I'm sure that I'm sure that we will we'll keep getting updates there. The the sense that that no land incursion will happen until after he leaves is that uh, is that consistent in Israeli press and thinking? That is pretty much what the Israeli media are thinking at the moment, is that there is unlikely to be any kind of ground incursion while the American president is here. Uh, you know, yesterday we had that rather intriguing message from Lieutenant Colonel uh, Hecht from the IDF spokesman's office saying that we're considering the next uh, stage. It may or may not be uh, a ground operation. Now, uh, we, we do know that war is, is fought on multiple fronts, including the psychological. So uh, I, I think that uh, we'll just have to we'll just have to wait and see what uh, the IDF, uh, which allow their spokespeople to say what they believe is necessary for for the public to know um, what happens next. And that's where we leave it, Raleen Marks. Thank you. As always, stay safe, stay sane. No, well, I mean, I don't know. That's probably that ship has sailed. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that ship has long left the harbour. It is 6.45. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning.